0: Coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we hear from Torben Nielsen, CEO of ZoomCare, the urgent care chain based in the Pacific Northwest. Since the COVID outbreak hit the U.S., ZoomCare has had explosive growth in virtual care and is rethinking whether physical clinics are really necessary to serve more patients. It's Monday, July 20th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. In the four months since the COVID-19 outbreak hit the U.S., there has been explosive growth in virtual care. This has led ZoomCare, an urgent care chain with 50 clinics across Oregon and Washington, to rethink whether opening more physical clinics is necessary to serve more patients or whether telemedicine opens up a new path for growth. I spoke to Chief Medical Officer of Zoom Care, Dr. Eric Vanderlip, in mid March, right after the president declared a national emergency and elective procedures were being postponed. Much like other healthcare organizations, Zoom care quickly rolled out virtual care options long in the works chat care, video care, and Dr. Vanderlip said the company was hitting records. We've more than doubled our chat care volume um, and hit records for uh, daily chat cares compared to what we've done before and I think we're kind of in uncharted territory in terms of the demand and how high it's going to go. I checked back in with ZoomCare and talked to CEO Torben Nielsen at the end of June and he said between March and June the urgent care chain did about 35,000 virtual care visits.
1: So a tremendous uptake Uh, we've basically pivoted our business from being retail focused to now being telehealth focused right which is kind of interesting. As we started to uh, close our doors, if you will, where you had to go through a virtual channel before you could even see a doctor in person. We were not really sure how our patients were going to react to that, but it's been phenomenal, uh, Alex, to see how they responded. So we, uh, you know, saw right as COVID started to hit, uh, more and more of our patients, uh, you know, engaged in chat care. Then we launched, uh, shortly after mid-March, phone care, so a new way for patients to talk to a provider via phone. And then we launched, uh, right after that, video care. All three modalities have seen a tremendous increase in usage. People really love the fact that they can see their provider and still be at home where there's no COVID and where they can abide by the stay-at-home orders.
0: And that huge increase is shifting the organization's business model, Nielsen says. It's also helping ZoomCare decide where to expand its physical footprint.
1: We've seen uh, you know, about 34% uh, of uh, our patients uh, that engage in telehealth, they are from areas outside of where we have physical clinics. Uh, and that's real interesting uh, to us. It, it means that we are able to open up markets where we don't have clinics. Uh, And we think that uh, in terms of our growth and expansion, that that provides some new opportunities for us. Uh, So we've seen lots of telehealth uh, visits from really remote areas of Oregon and and Washington. Uh, And obviously, uh, there are some areas where we see, uh, you know, a high proportion of telehealth visits. And maybe that is an indicator to us that if we had a physical clinic in that particular area, maybe we could drive up even more, right? Because there's an interesting synergy between telehealth and, and physical retail, right? And that's why we think we have a really strong, unique synergistic model where we can drive somebody from a virtual channel. Let's say we can't solve the issue via video care, right? You need to have an x-ray or you need to have a lab. Uh, we can actually, send you directly to one of our clinics uh, you know and there's continuity of care uh, because it's all within the same emr and we can schedule an appointment same day that's part of the on demand system that zoomcare has has uh, developed uh, and that's a major advantage for our patients right
0: so you were saying that you kind of pivoted from retail focus to telehealth focus how much was that in the future planning earlier this year, and has it really dramatically changed how you're thinking about growing Zoom care in the future?
1: So we had all, already started quite a few initiatives to really beef up our virtual care capabilities because we've always felt that that was needed and that our patients you know, would, would love telehealth. It was built out more. And so as COVID hit, we were able to accelerate our roadmap, if you will, by several weeks, if not months, to launch phone care and to launch video care and now that uh, we're seeing such a big traction on telehealth uh, it uh, it does make us pause a little bit to kind of reassess uh, you know how we grow uh, the business we obviously had been expanding a lot with our physical footprint uh, opening up new clinics with uh, you know this massive uh, you know demand for telehealth maybe there's an opportunity for us uh, to open Few are physical uh, storefronts, uh, but still cater to uh, patients across uh, these two states.
0: ZoomCare offers some specialty services like dermatology, podiatry, and orthopedics. And back in March, the organization's chief medical officer said patients were so receptive to getting urgent care remotely, the next step was offering specialty care online. I asked Nielsen how much specialty care is now available virtually.
1: We have about 8 to 10 specialties uh, under ZoomCare. And all those are now virtual as well as uh, you know, physical, right? And for mental health and internal medicine in particular, we actually see more visits uh, in a virtual channel than we saw pre-COVID in a retail channel. That is obviously uh, giving us uh, you know, some food for thought as well in terms of how do we actually grow that channel and, and really take advantage of uh, the Uh, Demand that we're seeing in the virtual uh, channel uh, for those two service lines.
0: Nielsen says the rapid telehealth expansion has allowed ZoomCare to figure out which modalities really work best for different types of care.
1: We have a dermatology uh, or derm line uh, uh, today, and we're thinking uh, there could be opportunities if we expand that further in a a virtual care uh, setting. We thought when we launched video care that that would be a, a major hit We actually realized that Derm probably is better served in a a chat care channel, because you're able to take a picture as a patient, right? Uh, And embed it into the chat, and then have the provider be able to zoom in on the picture when they get it. Uh, That's a little harder to do in a live video call. And so we've actually found that some specialties may be better for certain modalities than other telehealth modalities, right? And that's why we think it's important to offer all three, chat care, phone care and video care.
0: While telemedicine is favored by patients, it's still unclear whether insurers will be required to keep paying for it at the same rate as in-person visits. ZoomCare is working with other providers in Oregon to encourage state regulators to continue reimbursing at parity since patients are finding the care so valuable.
1: Because so much of the care could be provided in a virtual channel, that the reimbursement rates are fair uh, to everybody and and that we, um, uh, recognize that this is a new, uh, very solid care channel. Today, I think video care is reimbursed at parity with uh, with an in-person uh, visit. Chat care still uh, needs a lot of love, I think, from a reimbursement uh, perspective. We feel that chat is is a phenomenal way for patients to engage in care or in a visit uh, with a provider. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, just on the dorm, right, or uh, you know, many other use cases where chat actually works really well because you can take pictures, right, and you can send them to your provider right there in the moment. And so getting reimbursement for chat care is not something that we have today, but working to, uh, to see if we could uh, make that happen moving forward.
0: Zoom Care, which only treats patients with commercial insurance, also launched a return to work testing program. Other companies like CVS have launched similar initiatives. Nielsen says the demand for these services is just so high.
1: We have our first contract signed already. We have a number that we are uh, contracting in contracting, uh, you know, process uh, right now. We think we will see more of this uh, even as we go into fall, right? Uh, where Uh, there's debate as to whether or not we see a second surge, right? This is probably here to stay, at least until we have vaccination. And once we have the vaccination, then that's another component that we can add on to this program for the employer. That
0: was Torben Nielsen, CEO of ZoomCare, the immediate care chain in Oregon and Washington. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods